House music and more, and my special guest today is the one and only Hugo H. Hugo, what's going on, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm good. I'm good. How Thank you been, man? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. You know, we traveling and I know you stuff, have. You it's, know? it's been a long time, man, and I, it's, it's a pleasure to have you, man. It took a while. But we here, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I you it. ready? I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to get into it, brother. In the hot seat. So, Hugo, <laughs> you are known in the scene for being a record guy. Right, right. Where did you Where did your love for records start with, and what music? Well, I, I have the stories that my family tell me. You know, so sometimes to me, those are the stories that you know tend to be true because. If they're really real, you're really too young to remember this stuff. So I'm really, I was too young to remember right. any of these stories. So, um, you know, back in the day, you everybody had those big, long, wooden record players. Like, I always had a reel-to-reel in it. Oh, yeah, like opened up? It opened up. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was a baby, but I would stand up and lift the top up uh-huh. and look at the record spinning. Wow. This is what this is what my this is what my family tells me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It somehow that that was that was just a thing with me. And as I grew older, um my grandmother or my auntie would say, "Go play my song." Mm. And I would go pick up the record because I had watched it play on the turntable. Right, right. So I knew what record to go get. So Now what year um, was this? Oh, wow. This is when I was a kid. I was a I might have been Five, three or four years old, okay, something okay. like that. So well, we don't we don't know how old you are, Hugo. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, but yeah, I mean, mine, mine is you know, my I didn't I didn't just fall into a man. You just skipped legit, over that. You mine, know that, right? Yeah, mine okay, is, mine okay, is okay. That is a legit thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that yeah, I was a little I was a little kid there, maybe three or four years old. Okay. Um, so let me ask you this: What year were you introduced to the house culture, and how? Who? Um, it wasn't it when it wasn't an introduction because we was a part of it so i was i want to introduce to because i we would you know we we watched all this form right so it was it wasn't i was introduced to it it was something that happened um while we were still in the midst of doing what we were doing so you was you were spinning before all the hot mix five yeah i was i was i was i was already playing in okay i was was already the the club thing the, the radio thing the xfm thing all this stuff i had i had already done all that stuff Okay, so um, so what year would you say you started DJing? Seventy eight, seventy nine. Mm, okay, seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah. Now, who taught you to DJ, and who was your first influence? Now, crazy thing, nobody taught me. Um, the the love for the music and everything came. I could edit because okay. back then I was I was more intrigued with switching music around and making it do something different than what was pressed on this record so my father had a a, a phil cole let you know how old that is yeah. a phil cole cassette deck hmm. with a with a pause button on it so i used to just and i used to just play with it really at that point didn't know what i was doing but i realized okay i could stop this here and then play this part and just do this so it you know it started you know it started going like that so i could edit before i could actually mix DJ, right. before i could dj okay so the DJing aspect um, came listening to uh, Disco DAI okay. with uh, Lou DeVito and all the rest of them, them cats over there. 
and it became a thing with the record. I, I was already buying records. I was buying records in grammar school. So did you have the DJ set up already? Two no, turntables? And I, didn't, I, didn't even, okay. I didn't even have that yet. Okay. I was buying records, but I was a record collector, if, the, if you want to call it that back right. then. I was buying records in grammar school. My mother would leave me and my sister like 5 to $10 a day. Yeah, okay. I know y'all might think that's a lot of money, whatever, right. but that's what it was. <laughs> and I would save all my money and buy records. I wouldn't eat lunch. I wouldn't eat lunch at school. Wow. I would take my money and go buy records. Right. So back then, this is when the the, the cameos and we talking about the first album, the Ugly Ego and all the rest of this stuff. So way, way, way back then, um, the, the Parliaments and, right. you know, Parliament albums, Funkadelic stuff, all the rest of that stuff. So I was buying all that stuff then. Okay. So it was the... Nothing, nothing supersedes my love for the music right. and, the, and the records. Right. So the DJing thing, you know that that happened. But listening to them guys on Disco Dai and everything, it became a thing where I had to I had to have everything they played. Okay. So now the thing was I didn't know the name of the records. So so who were some of the DJs you was listening to on Dai? Lou, Lou. Okay. Um, Peter, Lou, Peter, uh, Kenny. Kenny, Jam Kenny, Jason, Kenny, right. Kenny Jason was on DAI back then. Right. Um, and then as I got older, believe it, believe, for the people that don't know, believe it or not, Terrible Ted. Terrible Ted. From Terrible the West Ted Side. is one of, one of the best disco DJs I ever heard. Okay. Period. Okay. Just, yes, sir. And, and, you know, just watching him um, when I could. Um, cause not this like fast forwards, right? Um, the Sheba Disco. Ooh, that's the throwback. So they used to have a a thing called a teenage dance party. Okay, and Ted used to do it sometime, and I would watch Ted mix, and the transitions were so just it just, it didn't make no sense to me. So we used to play a game, and I don't even know if Ted remember this. We used to play a game. I would stay out. I would stand outside the booth, and he would take Prince. I want to be your lover. Uh-huh. Now at first I was wondering because I wasn't in the pool then. I'm like, why they got this shit on 12 inch? I just got the <laughs> albums, you know. And I couldn't figure out where they was getting these. They right, got, and right, then, right. You know, it would be a different mix and different this and then. So then. That's how I got introduced to the record pools at such a young age. I was, you know, one of the youngest cats in the record pools. Now, what, what year was this and what age Ooh, were this you? This was in the 80s. Okay. Yeah, this is way back in the early 80s with, okay. the, um, with the record pools. Um, and Ted would take the beginning of I Want to Be Your Lover and keep the beginning going. Right. But he would be so smooth. He, he was on the Club La Meteor. He would be so smooth with it. And then he would do this. And I would have to point to which table was playing. Oh wow! And I would point to it, right? And he'll lift the needle up. Oh it wow! Be that table this okay. is how this is how Ted was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, it was like wow. And now that's that's where it was like I got to get this. So then now that's where the equipment came in. Okay, then. okay. So got the um got the the turntables and everything. So did you get twelve hundreds at first at the first rip? Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I got D twos, okay. SLD twos. Yes, um, that I still have um, from Playback, the electronic playground Ooh. that was located at Evergreen Plaza downstairs. You're a straight gearhead. Man. Yeah. Ooh. So that's that's when I got that in the mix and all the rest of that stuff because um, I already had records. Right. So right. then that's when it came to the and I already understood the concept. Right. From um 
from mixing it and from watching them, you know, them guys do it. And yeah. the influences wise, Ted, um, okay. to, you know, to go back to that question was, um, terrible. Ted. Mine, mine will always be some names that people be like, who the hell is that? Right. Um, terrible Ted, uh, Ron St. John. Okay. Spider Los, uh, Lou DeVito and all of them cats. Um, the first names that I just named, these are the cats that I actually saw right. doing it. Okay. So, you know, and people be like, well, what about the other, like the names that everybody mentioned? Again, I was already playing. Right. So everybody else came later. Right, right, you know, right. They, these people wasn't, you know. Hey, brother, that's no problem. And then after that, yeah. after those cats blended in with those cats was, um, oh, oh, what's his name from, um. Oh God, I can't think of his name. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to this one. Hold hold that thought. Tell us about your first paid DJ gig and what record stood out to you. First first paid DJ gig was um I, this house party. It was a house party, and the record that stood out was Freedom by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. Oh wow, okay. That that was because that record, that that was the save record. You played every record and you saved that one, you know, and you could play it nine, nine, ten times that night. Didn't right. make a difference. That was the one that you just pulled <laughs> that was out. The yeah. Record. yeah, but that was that was that record was a that was a burner. That, OK, that, one, that was now that you, was a burner. speaking of you saying that it was a house party. Yeah. So let's go here. And this this the question I ask everybody. Where do you think the term house music came from? Okay, well, if a damn show didn't come from what I just said, because when we was doing house parties, you know, you know, somebody throwing a party in the in they in they downstairs in they basement or something like that for the cats that was doing that, none of us said I'm finna go play some house music. Okay, no, and because we, we never saw it as we finna go to this house and do a party we was just doing a gig over somebody's crib so so our first episode wayne williams said that the term house music came from people playing music in their home do you agree with that then why then why ain't it called home music <laughs> see that's that's where that don't make no sense you know love right 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 okay love, no love no, wayne I, I, and everything no, but you know I that just, don't make no sense i, I it, try to make it sense wouldn't of be, everything then it would be home music crib right. music you know <laughs> apartment music you know right, it'd be right. something like that you know it, it's being here and being you know being from chicago and everything it's kind of like a, a elementary answer it's like it, it's it's a breakdown from warehouse you know just house music right you know it's to me it's a it's a take on that and somehow we we kind of we kind of made the word house into new disco right that's what house music that's kind of like where that word the the you know where it kind of like comes from is like new new house music. it's the new stuff that we was doing with the drum machines and everything and you know it was it was the as frankie said the uh house music is the bastard child of disco oh yeah oh yeah that's so right. that's that's, true. that's where that's where that term comes from for me okay no, so. that's why that's why I need to know, brother. I, I like to hear everybody's perspective, man. That's where it comes from for me. So, how did you get started at KKC, and what was the atmosphere like during those times? Um, okay, with with, with KKC, um, KKC was.
was going on kind of like the same time XFM was um, with the punk out stuff. And that was uh, doing, you know, doing that with Wayne, who forgot Wayne and that's Jesse, Wayne Williams, Wayne right? William, Jesse, Jesse Saunders, right? Dave Harrison um, doing that stuff with her. Um, the, the KKC thing happened actually because of my sister, Stephanie. Hmm. Stephanie went to school with Walter. With Walter get, get down, down Brown. Brown, yes. Um, so and you know your family members always kind of it's never like a big deal, right? You know whatever you do, you know, right. you, you're Maurice Joshua and you have a Grammy, but to your family you're Mo, right? Or you, you, yeah, okay, you, <laughs> right. You know, so it's like that. So my sister was, you know, yeah, my brother do that, you know, that's yeah, yeah, you know yeah, my yeah, brother yeah. do you know do what you do. So um, when she told him who I was, Walter was like, that's the person that's doing the stuff on XFM. Cause Walter used to take the speaker and sit it in his window right. of the stuff that I was doing, you know, back then the edits and stuff that I was doing for her right. back then. So, you know, she, you know, he told my sister, you know, Hey, tell him, look, you know, to come up, you know, come up to the school and everything, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. So I came up there. Um, the original KKC, you know, and, and let me just say this because these, these cats really don't, don't get it the way they should. Right. The original KKC Friday Night Audio was James Kelly and right. Dangerous D. Yes. That's it. That's who it was. Then everything came after that. Yes, sir. You know, Walter Get Down Brown and all the rest and, and all the rest of us cats, we came after that. So Walter asked me to come up there and he put me on. Now he put me on and I was doing something, you know, cause we was all turntablers back then. Right. You know, so it was some record that I kept going and you know, he would hit that drop, you know, do it again, man, do it again, do it, do it again. So James Kelly was downstairs in the studio listening and he was like, you know, who is this cat you done put on the air? Right. So James kind of like just turned everything off. Really? Yeah. Just, just, just turned everything off. He was a bizarre guy. James. Yeah. yeah you know, he just kind of just turned it off. Yeah. But he, the next week, I was, you know, I was, I was good. It's just that Walter didn't clear it with him to put yeah, me on. Exactly. So right. that's how the whole KKC thing started. Because James Kelly, he couldn't, he couldn't, he didn't, you know, couldn't deny that I wasn't doing what I was doing. Right. So, and that's how. Um, and I always tell people, Walter almost risked the show to put me on, put you on and right. I will forever be, you know, grateful. Nice. Um, for him for that. So that's how the whole the whole KKC okay, started. Cool, started. Cool. And I walked up in KKC um playing disco. So So it was mostly disco at that time. No. Okay. That's what I walked up in there. Oh, playing. you walked up in there. Yeah, I walked okay. in I walked up in there playing disco. This is the you know, the times, you know, we was playing the the CODs in the bottle right. and all that type of stuff. But I walked in playing, you know, disco. I walked in playing the stuff of the parties that I went to, because by that time, from well, from Warehouse 206 to the power plant, that's right. where I was. Okay. So, and, and, and I'm glad you went there, because that was my next question was, did you ever attend the Warehouse or Power Plant? And if so, tell us about it. Um, warehouse, maybe once or twice. Okay. Um, the it, it was, because I'm not homophobic or none of the rest of that, so that, right. that didn't bother me at all. Um, but the system. I'm I'm real just sound. My thing is sound, and yeah. the system was just so crazy. So how'd you find out about it? Some guys from school, they used to go. Okay. And let me see, Steve. I, I know this guy named Steve, and a couple other cats. They used to go. 
So they they was like, man, you know, come, you know, hang out with us, whatever. They was on the basketball team. So it's like, man, we go on this party. You want to go? Okay, cool. Um, and that was Warehouse 206. Right. Um, again, I was already playing, though. Right. So musically, I was like, okay, this, you know, this is cool. But system-wise and the crowd control right. that I saw was bananas. Then from the power plant, now, the the power plant was like going home for me. I was there religiously. Really? Every, every Friday. Oh, wow. Okay. Every Friday I was there. Okay. So, um, and, and crazy because we, we would have parties like me, Mike, and Tyree. That's Mike Dunn and Tyree and Cooper. Tyree Cooper, yeah. Right. We would have parties. And after all, after, every week, every Friday after the parties, because, you know, our party, you know, back then parties be over one o'clock, something like that. We would go, and um, this is why I'm so glad you're doing this, Mo, because there's so many people um, that people don't 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 get the they don't get this for me. So, right, um, I got Reggie. Reggie, Reggie every, all of us you, used know, to you stay, know the last name? I can't remember his last okay. name, but Reggie stayed on 71st, and all of us used to crash in Reggie's basement. So. Um, me, Mike, all us, we used to crash in Reggie basement after the parties and everything. So we would, I would go, I would go to the base, go there after our parties. Um, Mike would be where he would be. I would be where I would be. I would go over Reggie crib, change clothes, walk down Ashland, the 63rd, get on the train. <laughs> right. And I'm going to the power plant. Wow. It's two, three o'clock in the morning. Right, right, right. This was every Friday. Okay. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to the power plant. And that's, you know. Now, from from when you go into the power plant, I know you talked about the sound system. Now, anything musically, like you was like, wow. The 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 system. I'm not saying beside the system, but any records well, that you was like, oh my goodness, what is this or? Oh, that was every week. Really? Yeah, that was that was every week. Frank okay. was playing something every week. Right. That was like crazy but i have to mention the system because this again see this brings in craig loftus right craig was one of the was the cat that was managing that system right and the power plant and he was so meticulous with it he would walk around with a clipboard writing down numbers wow and getting on ladders and and making sure that this this was angled the right way and this was and then he would come down and then he would turn on the system and this is how Right. He was in doing this stuff. Right. So this, you know, so it was the system. Um, and, and, you know, but every week, um, you know, Frankie would play something. Um, and I, w I would be in the booth with him. I would be in the, in the booth with Frankie. Okay. And sometimes I, I would be in the booth like this. <laughs> you know, because I had already played. Right. You were you just know, tired. I, played, right. I said, I'm tired. Right. You know, and I'll be like, then Frankie would come over and you'd be like, you go right <laughs> you know he said okay he said now okay now if you're gonna do that i'm gonna have to ask you to leave because you're making me look bad like i'm boring you this is what frankie used to say right right so um but frankie would play a song and i would ask him you know the name of the song and he would turn around and he would walk back to the where the record was right and he would have me to cover. Oh, really? And you just yeah. memorize it? And, and he, and, and he, I said, why didn't you just tell me the song? He said, if I tell you the name of this song, you're not going to remember it. Right. By the time this night is over with. He said, but you're going to remember what this cover looks like. That's true. So, you do do that. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's, that was every week. Okay. So what year did you first hear Jamie Principal, Your Love, 
and when did you start playing it? Ooh, um, wow, I don't even remember the year um, because I had I heard it so much, um, and I had it on cassette um, because Frankie made cassettes. Okay, um, every week, um, like mixed cassettes or just mixed cassettes. Okay, of the party that right, just, right, right, like. You know, he he would record exactly what he was doing. Okay. Um. Wow, I don't know. I don't remember that yet. So it it had to be, man, the early either the late eighties right. or early nineties. Whenever it was, it was way before it was released, though. Yeah. It was way before it was released. Right. So it had to be early eighties. Yeah. So and so, um, I know Funk had brought up a point of, I really didn't. I really, I guess I. Maybe Feels Good by Tara Butler, that break and Jamie Principal, Your Love. Right. It always was Similar. a thing of, yeah, yeah, who did what? You know, what, what, you know, which one was first? You right. Know, I don't know. Okay. So, Hugo, you know, you was the most, uh, really one of the popular DJs when this house music came out. In your opinion, what was the first house record that was released? Okay. Is again, this is one of them questions where it's like branded by that name, House. Okay. Then it would be Jesse. As the first release. As the first House release record release. Okay. Now, quick story with that. When Jerry, when um, Jesse and Vince did it, right? I was on KKC. Okay. They bought the record up to me. I was the first one to play it. Okay. First one records were still warm, right? Because you know the plant, the plant was down there on thirty eight. Absolutely. So the records were still warm. Jesse gave me the record. I was mixing at that time. They came in the studio. I was on the air okay. mixing at that time. Right. So Jesse, you know, gave me the record, put it on. Now I was playing the original, on and on. Okay, which that mock record? The mock, right. Yeah. I was playing that one. So, courtesy of Mike, because Mike got it. So. <laughs> you know we was i was so wayne that. wasn't the only one that had it no <laughs> no 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 and it wasn't uh jesse jesse had one Lil john had one um mike and a couple other cats okay um then later everybody else you right. know right, got, right, right. got theirs and everything um, so I played, you know, I'm going through the record. I never played the on and on because I was playing the original on and right, on. Right, right. So I'm running through the tracks. Boom, ticket, no, crack, crack, no, I played the original 19, 119. I ain't playing that. Right. Hit 5A, boom. This shit's crazy. Yeah. So I went around the rest of the tracks, and I'm on the air. Right. Went through the rest of the tracks, came back to 5A, blended it in, and mixed it right there on the air. Mm. Bam. Right there on the air. Right. And it's, it's the stuff that when I be saying it, then when I told Jesse this, he was like, damn, you right. I forgot how. Yeah, I know Jesse. You yeah. forgot about yeah. that man. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a lot of people yeah. that was involved in this. Yeah. That really, you know, like you. I mean, you can't remember everything. No, you, you know what I'm saying. So that's why we got we got to put this in in into the timeline so people knows what's going on, yeah. man. So there's a long de debate regarding the order of the 1985 84 releases, right? So put these songs in order of release as you remember. Music is the key. All shucks. Dra Jack Tracks EP and on and on. Okay. Um, see, the, the, the problem with me becomes 
we were running this stuff so far in advance right before it before it got pressed okay so um but just clarify just a little bit of the debate that's been going I on i think because the okay the music is the key that i that i play play is not the music is the key that was pressed correct it's an unpressed version right. that steve did um so it would have to be wait wait pause right there so your unreleased version now was there an issue with a lot of djs that when the the record finally was pressed out the original version that people was playing wasn't on there oh no it wasn't on there right no, no but was people mad at that at that during that time some were yeah. yeah i mean because um those those were the versions that they were used to hearing yeah and then they go by the record and it's like this this you know it's, it's the like pretty version yeah you know it's like eddie murphy at <laughs> the, the mcdonald's you know this ain't that mcdonald's right you right. know so it's like <laughs> You know, right. your mom done made a burger at the crib and wrapped it in McDonald's right. paper. So, so, so we, we talking about releases that was actual press. So, Music okay, is Key, Chip, All Shucks, Chip, Jack Chip, Tracks, Chip, and on and Jack on. Tracks, Jack Tracks came out, Jack Tracks. Okay. Um, so, we say that's one. That's so the first that, one. That, that, that would be... Well, now, crazy thing with that. I was at the plant. I was there the night Chip bought Frankie the real. Mm-hmm. The okay. real, the real, before it was even pressed right. of the Jack Tracks EP. Okay. So and Frankie played it. Okay. Um, and everybody they lost their mind. Now they didn't lose their mind on House. It's House. No. Really. They lost their mind because it was saying Jack. Okay. That was the word because jacking was a was the a form of dance in that community. Right. So it wasn't house. They wasn't saying oh they were saying house. They did he just say Jack? Yeah. You know, right, that's right, what right. it was, you know. So when it was, you know, when it started saying that, I mean the crowd just wow. you know yeah the crowd lost it. I don't even know if Chip I mean Chip was there. He should remember right, that right, night. Right. Yeah. Um but all shucks was early that was like super early too. Yes it was. Yeah. Um he go, you're not helping this debate that's going on, man. You know that, right? But I'm thinking, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, because, see, because you, you threw all shucks in there. Right. You threw all shucks in there. Now, music is the, okay, music is the key. Music is key, all shucks. Let's go, let's go. Jack Tracks EP, and then on and on. Oh, boy. Um... And see, the crazy point is, we were playing all of them at the same time. Right, but you, I'm, I'm now we're not going by tape version or unreleased version. We actually okay, so release. The, so the actual released record, okay, according for me, yes, to you. that I had, yes. Um, Chip gave me a test pressing of Time to Jack. Okay, so. I had that before I had the music is the key. Okay. That's to my good. knowledge, because okay. I got a test press. So we got Jack too. Tracks, music is the key. What's the next one? Um, All Shucks or either on and on? Uh, It would have to have been the on and on. Okay. And then maybe the All Shucks. Okay. There we have Some, it. Somewhere... Now, you know you're gonna get a lot of comments about this too. Oh so. yeah, I know I'm gonna get a ton of them. I mean, but I can't I can't really remember the dates again because like I said, we were playing them all at the same time. Right, 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 right. Um and then like in in the other 
the other interviews that I heard you give, it, yeah. you know, they brought up fantasy. Yep. And all the rest of that fantasy, which to me was the like rip a love is a drug by Ronnie Griffin. Right. Baseline. Because, so. you know, you know, Farley Jack Master Funk said he, he says that could be possibly the first house record. But we wasn't we wasn't saying that then. Right. So I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really, I can't really say that because we wasn't really using that term then. So. Absolutely. Okay. So you were a resident of the New Warehouse on Randolph mm -hmm. in the early '90s. Mm -hmm. What music do you remember from that era, and how did you get into that warehouse? Um. That now that means now when we were we were playing we were playing house, but we were also playing club. Because a lot of records back then, they didn't have house mixes. They club had mixes. club mixes. Okay. So we were playing a lot of club mixes. Okay. Um, so which club mix that was very, um, that you remember from that era of the 90s? Um, that was big at the warehouse in Randolph. One of the biggest songs, oh, it was a lot of them. It was a few of them. But one of the biggest was um, Cole and Convilla's Pride. Pride. Yeah. yeah that, that was, yeah. That, that was a beast. They they rocked that one. Right <laughs> that there. was the, the twelve inch continuous. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> that that still was, rocks to this day. Yeah, to this day. Yeah. Yeah. That. So that, it was, was it was you with DJ in there, K Alexi, K, Mike Dunn, Mike, uh, Joe, Joe Smooth. Well, it's it's easy if you just go by the days. Um, Sunday Sunday was K. Okay, K. Alexi. You know, right. and K. And, and I saw K's interview too. Right. And, I mean, and it was like crazy because K was doing it. Right. You know, and like he said, he's right. He's like, dude, I don't need no goddamn help. Would you be back some people coming here to play with me for? <laughs> K. K. Had it. He had it on lock. You know, right. He did. He did. And he didn't. You know. Right. So no. You know. So even if, even if um at that point when they was at, even if they told me you know come through da 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 K do your thing dude I'm just here because they asked right. me to come I ain't right, I'm, right, right. you know do do what you do um so K um Mike well the original from from the originals right Mike Joe Smooth Julian uh Bill Bill Bad Boy Bill Bad Boy Bill okay uh. Who else was there? Because a lot of people, a lot of people came to the warehouse after right. I left. Right. So it was, it's a thing of um, a lot of cats that, that, you know, started playing there. Because a lot of people played there. Right. They just wasn't there. Right. So you, you left what year did you leave? Ooh, I don't remember what, what year I left. Um, I left, I think, right before they did the like the Ferrari Club thing and put right. the car in the wall. Put the car in the wall, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A <laughs> uh, little bit, a little bit right. So before you said Pride. Uh, okay, so so Cole and Cavillas. Yeah, that was. G a give piece. me two more records. Um, at that time, that was huge for you at the warehouse. Um. Oh boy. Oh, better yet, what records did you break there at the warehouse? Now nah, here's here's the crazy. Okay. Percolator. Yep. Cash. Yep. Bought the record up to me. Yep. Clubhouse Records. Clubhouse Records. He yep. bought it up to me right after it was done. Right. Gave it to me because you had Percolator and you had Coffee Pot. Yeah. So I played Percolator. And now here's the crazy thing. I still have the cassette because oh, we, wow. we, we used yeah. to record. Yeah. So I'm, I get on the mic, 
brand new music from Cashmere. Right. It's called Percolator. They didn't know what it was at first. They didn't know what it was. Uh-uh. Nah. This was the crazy part because everybody, you know, that's at the warehouse. It was a stage. On the stage, the girls were saying... Not now, I'll suck you later. Not now, I'll suck you later. Not, this is what right. they were saying. Right, 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 That's right, what right. They right. off the song. Wow. So, and I mean that, but that was just, that was just an instant smash. Yeah. That was just yeah. That was absolutely. Like, that was instant. I mean, people want to get into you know like records that they broke, so to speak. So, um, the Jesse Santa's on and on percolator, um, move your body. Um, we broke because well, Marshall at that point gave all of his music to me, Mike, and Tyree first. So Hugo H, Tyree Cooper, Cooper. and Mike Dunn. Right. So, so it wasn't Frankie Knuckles where he took that and played it and gave it to him? After he gave it to us. Wow. So he you know, he would give it to us first. Um so we we were playing Move Your Body, wasn't even no words yet. It was So just, he get, he gave it to you guys before he gave it to the Hot Mix Five, Farley. Yeah. And everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so when you played it it didn't have Curtis McLean on it yet? No. So what was on there? Nothing. Music. That's it. It was just the music. Um, Move Your Body, Jungle Wands, all of the stuff that Marshall did, 90% of it before it had lyrics, we had it. Right. And so it, it was certain copies of it. Um, again, once you went into the studio and you redid it, even Acid Track. Right. Um, the original yeah. version of Acid Track. Is different than the version that was pressed. Right. So, um, which I still have that too. <laughs> um, wow. So do you have the, the the version of Move Your Body that he first gave you? That, I have no idea where that is. Okay. But but now, real quick, let me tell this story. Me and Mike, Mike Dunn, we had a track that we were doing called Slave for Love. Okay. We were using Amando, Amando Gallup, rest in peace Amando. Amando's uh, 707 machine. Right. So, um, me and Mike wrote the we wrote the words to it. Had the the, the TB 303 and all that stuff, but we hadn't recorded it. So Amando wanted his machine back. Now I'm trying to hold the machine. I'm telling Amando, Mike got it. Mike telling right. Amando, Hugo got it. So wow. we because I'm trying to keep the machine so we can record it. So he's like, "Damn, we got to give Amando the machine back." Now all of all of the programs that me and Mike put in there were in the machine. Wow. The track to Yo, confusion. Track. Wow. That was the track to confusion is Slave for Love. Get out of here. That's where that's that track. Wow. That's the track to confusion. Mm. Is actually Slave for Love, a track that me and Mike was doing. Wow. See look at that. Y'all getting history here, y'all. So, yeah, Got some history. Oh yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Um I fear the night, Tyree. Um, that's enough. Is even, and I don't know why when you talked to Mike, Mike didn't tell you all these stories because most of them. So I, I, go ahead and talk. Well, I'm, I'm getting, try, I'm trying to get my brother Tyree on the show too. So yeah, I he, have he him talk about that. He, he needs to. Yeah. He definitely got to get Tyree. Okay. Um, when Tyree was doing I fear the night, we were all in the. Now, when the Sheba Disco closed, it closed, and then it turned to Mr. G's. So we knew the owners of Mr. G's, so we could stay in there. Right. So we used to actually just, you know, stay like stay there, like really, right. no, like really stay there, like sleep there and everything. So wow, that's where we used to be. Marshall bought all his equipment down there. Right. And was 
doing the, you know, recording, you know, doing all this stuff down there. So this is where Tyree was giving birth to our, our fear tonight. Yeah. But he was programming it in the machine, but it, it, it was just programming it. It was crazy. Um, Mike got frustrated and was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Just forget it. Forget it. So I took the machine home. Right. The 808. Took it home. Marshall's machine. Took it home. And I straightened out, you know, the tracks and put the break in. Right. To, for I Fear Tonight. Yeah. I mean, but it was a lot of monster stuff we played. Um, the Michael Jackson Remember the Time. Yeah. Three, four nights. Wow. Three, four times a night. Now, everybody was running ease. Right. Ease move. Late I, was running, I was running yours. Because you know, I was, I, was, I, was the, right. I was the dove here. Yeah, yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah, I was yeah. running all the doves of right. yours. So, yeah. um, which everybody's still looking for it. But, though, you know, since it was only available on that D double DJ yes, package, sir. you didn't have it. Absolutely. You didn't have it. Yep. <laughs> so, wow. That was it. So, Hugo, you play and make new music, but you're also known for your skill with playing classics. Talk about the ongoing debate in Chicago. Old school versus new school or new music. Well, I mean, for me, it's it's good music. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care who's what it is, who's playing what. Just play good music, right? Um, and don't play for your DJ friends. There you go. I said my 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 thing has always been in every interview I've ever done and everything. The number one job of a DJ is a callback, right? That's your number one job is to, to, to please the people. And hopefully have them have you come back again. Right. So, it I I don't care what it is. Just you know play play good music, classic. My thing has always been mix all that shit up. Yeah. Just mix it up. Yeah. You know it's a it's a always a thing with the DJ of what they want to hear, what what I'm finna turn you on to. Right. That's called breaking a song. Yes, sir. So I'm going, whatever songs I decide that I'm going to break, I'm going I'm to put them in between what you want to hear. Yes, sir. So that by the end of the night, you're going to ask me, hey, you ran this song around two, three times. What was that? Right. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. You ask me what that song was. Because <laughs> I'm going to rock it with, 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 with what, your, what your best cut is. Absolutely. And it's going to keep you moving. And then you're going to come back and ask me, man, you played this song around three times. What was that? Right. Yeah. And that's it. So what do you see as a future for house music? Um it's 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 gonna keep growing. Right. I mean a lot of people could think it's stale and all the rest of that. And if you don't if you're like this, right, then that's what you're gonna see. Yeah. Um but if you move around and you travel, you see um you see the love, absolutely. Um, the respect, yes, sir. Um, of 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 the culture of something that, and and I can I kind of get uh, a little pissed at Chicago because this is something we started. Yeah, and we shit on it more than anybody. Absolutely, and that looks bad for us. Um, when you move around and you go other places, just the the welcome that you get and the people and. You know, yeah. house ain't going nowhere, um, no time soon. Right. You know, everybody's going to keep doing what they're doing. Younger generations are going to, you know, grab it. They're going to grab it, and they're going to do what they're going to do with it. Right. But it's still going to be house. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we got to kind of let, let we got to let something, we got to kind of let that go. 
because yeah. we want we want everybody to do it the way we did it. It's we're not doing it the way we used to do it now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, not well. No, nowhere close. We're not right. even doing it that that way now. Because you got to progress sometimes. We got you, know? you got to progress. Yes. Te- technology is moving, so you gotta you gonna go with it or you gonna get left. So there you go. So how were you able to incorporate house music for a national radio audience on Foxhole? Okay, that's that's a crazy story. Um, when I was asked to do it, the the format was. Um, Hip hop and R and B. That right. that's you know that's what it was. Right. And I was like, yeah, Jamie, uh, I'm from Chicago. I got to play house music. Jamie was like, play what the fuck you want to play, man. Okay. And that was it. But <laughs> so, see, a lot of so people do, don't did, know. Did he know about house music? A lot of people don't know. Jamie used to hang out here. Yeah. He used to hang out at Days Was. Yeah, and he used to come to the spot bar too. And he used to come. Yes, sir. He used to come to Spotify. So Jamie was well aware, yeah. you know, what that was. So basically, overnight, I flipped my whole format on um, on Foxhole with Jamie. And I just, that was, I was just doing house. You know, and then being, I was the, the head and the lead mix show person. Right. So it became crazy. Because from you know from me doing radio mixes all this time and everything, so when we would have meetings, you know, phone meetings and meetings and all the rest of this stuff, they would say something and everything would be yeah, but not 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 you, Hugo. So now all of the rest <laughs> of the DJs kind of looking at me like, yeah, fuck this. Oh yeah, hey, no, they looking at right. me, you know, because every time they would say something, it would be for them, but then they would say, oh yeah, 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 but not you. You just you know you would up because I had the highest numbers, right. And everything else. So it it would be a thing of, you know, yeah, 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 but not you. So, you know. Yeah. I hear that. That's good, man. That's good that you you have the outreach for that, man. And people don't really know that that still helps a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's. um, It's it's like I always say, it's bigger than your city. Absolutely. It's bigger than your city. So being being on Sirius XM, um, I I would get emails and everything from all over the world yeah um for people you know honestly you know just wanting to buy the mixes well that's good you know and all the rest of that stuff yeah you better play that new single i got too man come on stop playing (laughs) so going to that when when did you ever have no 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 i know that i'm just playing playing with you man. man tell us about any uh recent or upcoming releases you got coming out um what a, I have this 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 is where everybody, um, especially especially my my brother Mike, yep, um, because H, come on man, yep, sitting on all that shit man, come on man. So because I, I got just tons and tons and tons of tracks and all the rest of this stuff. You, you see everybody's doing it already, man. Only thing you got to right. do is put something underneath there, man. So, and, and, and that yeah, and so so it's a lot of stuff coming out. It's a yeah. label. Um, Based in Amsterdam, called GDE. Right. Um, I'm gonna have some stuff coming out. Well, actually, one of the songs um, coming out on that label, um, Da Di Da, you mastered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So uh, that's coming out. Um, 
a lot of other, and a lot of it's a lot of I, it's a lot okay. of stuff in the works right now that's coming. Well, you out. know, you can reach oh, everything on Hugo on all his social media platforms. Everything. I got a question that nobody probably asked you before. Your logo mm-hmm. on your hat uh-huh. always the H is not in the middle. Uh-huh. It's always on the side. Uh-huh. I want to know why you do that. Okay, I had I had I had a hat made. Okay, and they messed up. Okay. And put the H on the side. Okay. I wore the hat again. Right. MD. Yeah. Mike, Mike saw the hat. That's your logo. Yeah. And, and that's been it for however many years. Ah, okay. I, I thought it was gang related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, house. Right, house. right, right. Yeah, that's it. You so, because so, they, you know, I got you. So you are one half of a well-known DJ couple. How did you meet your wife? How did I meet my wife? And if you nobody know, it's First Lady. Uh, how did I meet First Lady? Tyree Cooper. Tyree Cooper. Big brother Tyree Cooper. We used to hang out at this spot um, on Halstead. Uh, What's what the name of the spot? General Persuasion. <laughs> I just thought of it. I had to look over that way and then I thought of right, it. Right, right. No, we was at General Persuasion. Tyree and her had did an in-store. Okay. Um, so when they finished the in-store, Tyree asked her, hey, come hang out with me. Um, i am got to go to this club and play. So she said, okay, cool. So they came over there. Um, see, I, see I'm, not, I'm not telling all because she's going to. Tell, you know, she's gonna tell <laughs> no, I just wanted a tidbit, man. That's uh, just yeah, but, so people um, we, know. We, 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 we were introduced. Your um, beautiful wife and who by, she by, is, by man. Tyree, yeah. By Tyree. Okay. Um, and, and, and it, it sounds like, it could be like real cornball, but it, and it's like in the rest is history. Yeah, so how long y'all been together now? Twenty-eight. Woo! Congratulations, man. Twenty-eight. Yeah. We got to do a, a, a what is that? A Chicago Househeads uh, wife reality show? Huh? <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> now, the, now the crazy thing, um, people here and people overseas want us to do a really? show. Yeah, they want man, us go to ahead and do that, man. They want to do it. They either want us to do like a uh, a music, you know, a right. music show. Um, a relationship show, right? Because everybody's like, "How do y'all do it? How do y'all?" Oh do man, it? that's good. Um, or a music and cooking show. Well, that's what so I'm that's, talking that's about. You know, I'm down with do. that, man. So I'm trying so. to get that going off after I do this podcast. Also, Chicago is known for its myths and beefs. What Chicago-based house beef or myth do you want to squash or correct, past or present? Hmm. Let me see. The only, the only, the only real myth is that um, Chicago didn't start this house, the house you did. That's that's the only myth, and we did. So go. that's so that's it. That's that. Squash it. Um, Jersey, Jersey was doing club music. Right. They weren't doing house music. The problem because we started mixing all this stuff together when when it came out. Right. So people, you know. You ask somebody now, play some house. And I'm real I'm a real stickler on genre. I don't like music in its wrong place. Right. Because whether it's called the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not, if you pull up 
Marvin Gaye, what's going on? It shouldn't be rock and roll. Right, right. It's soul. Soul. So, but if you do that, that's what you're going to see. Right. Because that's, you know, and they have no problem with doing that. Yeah. So, you know, I like keeping it, you know, keeping the music in its proper perspective. So. Right. Okay. Well, that's good. We know, man. So, listen, thank you for coming on the show, Hugo. I really appreciate you this, man. I, I've been waiting for a long time to hear your perspective on this culture because you've been at it for a while, man. You've been yeah. in the trenches of this. Yeah. And you know, still know the secrets. I know you ain't telling everything, man. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to yeah. be PC, y'all, but we're going to let it go like that. Yeah, yeah. But remember to hit the button, hit the subscribe button, click the notification, and make sure you tune in to everything House Music and more, y'all. Hugo H., I love you, brother. Thank you so Thank much, you man. Too, man. All right, peace out.